0: time episode number two no, no, no. what's happening fantasy fanatics this is nico nathan welcome you back to fantasy trouble oh, no. where we put the fan back in fantasy we've got a thrilling lineup for you today so we we'll crack open our game plan right away no, 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 no. got a solo show for you today we've got a couple people uh, lined up to come on soon First, we're going to kick off with some numbers lie sometimes. Checking out those 22, 2022 stats that uh, we're going to break down and may not tell you the whole picture, like Garrett Wilson. Oh no. Oh no. And then on Fantasy Trouble, we're going to jet down to the Peach State and talk a little bit about the Atlanta Falcons. Have they upped their game this year? That's what we want to know they've got uh, nowhere to go but up is what we say here at fantasy trouble oh no. Oh no, 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 no. next we got a gold mine for your fantasy squad that's right we're gonna pick, tell you about five players that you should be grabbing now if you're going into an early draft these are safe bets that we think will pay off high ceiling oh no, 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 no. this could be a game changer for your team guys You want to pay attention to that. Also, next, we're going to steer the conversation to a talk about finding the right RB2 and RB3 picks. Now, value is the name of the game here. We're going to tell you exactly what you need to do. And then we're going to wrap it up with our bounce back candidates this year. It's always good if you can get somebody at value that's going to bounce back and provide so much boost that a team might need all right sit tight folks we got a lot to cover and you've got a lot to win remember fantasy trouble and nico nathan this is where your playbook takes shape and we're gonna get ready to set hut here right now with a side chain off (laughs) All right, guys, hey, before we continue with today's thrilling topics, I'd like to take a moment to talk about one of our wonderful sponsors here on the show, Quid AI. Now in today's fast paced digital world, data is keen for your business and Quid AI knows that better than anyone else. It's your secret weapon for uncovering powerful insights hidden inside your business. They use AI driven analytics, just like they provide for us here on the Fantasy Trouble Show to help your businesses of all sizes make smarter, more informed decisions. They put the power of artificial intelligence into your hands. Now, whether you're ready to begin or you don't know where to begin, Quit AI comes in perfectly for you. Ready to level up your business game? Head on over to QuitAI.com. Take the future into your own hands. All right, guys, let's get back to the show here. Now, to kick things off today, I wanna go straight to what we talked about. In the beginning of the show. And that was. Numbers from 2022. The big lie. You know, we were looking at things in 2022. And maybe made some expectations. Expectations on what this player was capable of. What this player was going to do. Um, We went all in on some of those players. And it didn't work out for us. One case in point that I'll bring up, Joe Mixon. Now, Joe Mixon, despite the second-most carries inside the 10-yard line, he only recorded seven rushing scores. Joe Mixon, a keeper. He also had the third-most attempts inside the five and saw the sixth-highest team red zone carry percentage last year, yet 15 other players had more rushing touchdowns. This is a man that you want to pick up on your team this year. Because of his underperformance, he is due for what we call regression. Now, Yahoo Sports had a great story on this the other day. And I think when we think regression, typically we think going backwards. But what we're regressing to is where they should be. So I want to make that clear. Regression is a good thing here when it's back to where they should have been based on the stats. Now, Joe Mixon had lots of reasons for that, and we can break those down all separately. If you have some ideas on that, make sure you leave a comment. We'll go back and take a look at it, comment back, and I'd like to hear your uh, reasons why Joe Mixon only had seven touchdowns. But the good news is, it doesn't matter what happened in the past. It matters what's happening now. And right now, he's due for some touchdown regression. Let me give you another one. We mentioned this earlier. Garrett Wilson. Now, Wilson was expected top 10 fantasy points among receivers and didn't even finish in the top 20. Now, we got to upgrade at quarterback. This is one of those guys... That's going to have major positive regression in year two. Pick him up early. Top ten expected last year. Expect him to be a top ten pick this year. Amin Ra. Amin Ra Saint Brown had six receiving touchdowns. You're like, oh, flash in the pan. That's done. It's not going to happen for him again. Did you know he was tackled? at the one-yard line on three separate occasions last season. And the only person that that helped was Jamal Williams, who thus led the NFL in rushing touchdowns by a whopping 24%. Now you got Williams replaced by David Montgomery. You're not going to have those drop balls, hopefully, or tackles on the one-yard line. St. Brown is about to see some more touchdowns in 2023. Sign him up. Pick him up. He's my targeted WR2 right now. All right. Here's... Sometimes the stats tell us stuff, and sometimes you got to go with your gut feeling. And I'll tell you right now, Nico Nathan on the Fantasy Trouble Show is no fan of Tua. Tua Tago Tua. I don't think he's healthy. I don't think he's capable of playing at this level of impact. However, he threw as many touchdown passes as Tom Brady and 333 fewer attempts last season. Nuts. Hill and Waddle caught all 15 of their combined touchdowns from Tua. They totaled zero during the other six games. Now, if Tua had played and stayed playing during that time, the season-long paces for Hill would have been almost 1,800 yards and for Waddle over 1,500 yards. That's crazy for a combined Ten and eleven touchdowns. That's nuts. So, are you a gambling man? Early in the season, I would take a look at Hill and Waddle. I think they're gonna get lots of catches early on. Then again, two is probably most vulnerable early on if they throw him out there. So let's see what happens. I'm not counting on Tua to do anything for you at all. All right, guys, those numbers don't always tell you the truth last year, and you need to take advantage of some of your mistakes or things that didn't work out for you. Make sure you're taking a look at your old team. Look at what happened last year. Look at who you're keeping. Look at who other people are keeping and where you can find an advantage. You might have one of these guys sitting on your team, and you might have a guy that you're going to keep because you think he's a keeper, but you would be better off with one of these guys. I don't know. Check it out. Next, I want to get down south. I want to head down to the Atlanta Falcons. I was reading an article on Yard Barker the other day, and we want to brought up a lot of good points. You know, I wasn't really hot for anyone on the Falcons last year, except for Kyle Pitts. And then we had injuries; fantasy production hurt because of him. If he could stay healthy. Pitts is going to be a significant value where he's currently drafting. And if you're following along with this podcast, you're going to hear a lot about the Stony Stan League here in Oklahoma. The Stony Stan League puts a premium on those tight ends. Like 1.5 points per yard premium on those tight ends. And there's only like six decent tight ends. So... You can see, going to be watching tight ends. You're going to hear us talk a lot about the tight ends this year. All right, Arthur Smith, the Falcons' head coach. Now, he's known for his preference of running a strong run game. Last season, the Falcons already had a strong run game. 559 times they ran the ball, the most in the NFL. Now, with key additions to the offensive line in the backfield, I expect the Falcons are expected to be among the leaders again in rushing attempts. That means good news for somebody on their team. Now, the Falcons have added a rookie sensation, Bijan Robinson. He's an all-purpose running back. He's very impressive. You got Tyler, who ran for over 1,000 yards in his rookie season, also a top contender. You give Coach Smith's preference for a strong running game, and I think both of these running backs could be a valuable addition to your fantasy roster. I'm kind of looking at that uh, Tyler for that RB3 position. Now, we can't leave out the receivers. Last year, In the previous draft, he secured Drake London, super robust and physical receiver, whose skill set aligns with the rest of the Falcons' physicalness of their offense. He immediately became the go-to wide receiver, and I don't expect anything to change here in his sophomore season. Drake London will be securing a spot in the top 20 wide receivers. This year, with over 135 targets. Write that down. Somebody's going to be keeping him. I already know. All right, let's talk a little bit about the main guy. Then we're going to move on to some players that you need to be grabbing. Desmond Ritter played four games last season as a rookie. And he did okay. 63.5% 63.5% completion percentage, zero interceptions. He averaged almost 30 attempts per game, which means the coaching staff probably has a little faith in him running the Falcons offense. He's athletic. He's got some good rushing upside. This is somebody, if you're in something like the Stony Stan League in Oklahoma here, this is is a two-quarterback league. Desmond Ritter, I would pick over half the entire league right now to be my QB2. That's what I'm saying. So, these numbers, this team, check out the Falcons. Don't sleep on these guys. There's There's some gold in any team. Maybe. We have to check that out. All right, I want to move on to the real meat and potatoes of Fantasy Trouble here with Nico Nathan, and that's going to be players you need to start checking out, people you want to pick up in these early drafts. These are guys that are most likely going to be just fine no matter what happens in training camp and what happens in the preseason. These are your studs and stars, but you got to pick them up now. These are the ones worth getting, and we're going to tell you why. I want to start it out with Lamar Jackson. I expect Jackson to perform super this season because, not because of his abilities or him directly, but more so than ever because of his strong supporting cast. You've got OBJ coming back. Do I think that's going to help? No, not really. But do I think it's a support for Lamar? Absolute. You got the top pick, Zay Flowers. You got star-tied-in Mark Andrews. Former first-rounder, Rashad Bateman. This is an all-star supporting cast. You got a new offensive coordinator coming in expected to boost Jackson's performance. Everything here says strong case. For a power year. I like Lamar Jackson. I think you should pick him up. Don't sleep on him. Now running backs are always, and I'll care in almost any league, a priority and a scarcity. And this one seems like it doesn't make it's not crazy news. He he's a power boy, Nick Chubb. Chubb's expected to be a major value pick if you can pick him up in the second round. I expect him to be kept, so that won't ever happen in most of the leagues I'm in. But with Kareem Hunt and DeArnest Johnson in free agency, this is the driving force behind the Browns offense. It's a no brainer. Pick him up. He's a producer on this team this year. All right, the next guy, and I made fun of the Cardinals a lot, but James Conner, I mean, he's got some durability issues, but he's been a significant contributor to lineups when he's on the field. Now, he's going off the board. Currently, ADP is somewhere uh, as running back 26 at the 7-8 and eight turn. That could be a great value right there. And I expect him to fall back to this zone after he probably moves up a little bit. Or he's just going to stay down here. He could even fall into the 8, 9, 10 range going off the board. All right, I want to go to the West Coast, talk a little bit while we're out here on the West Coast, Arizona. Now we're going to go to California. I want to talk about Brandon Ayuk. Ayuka has been consistently producing since he's been drafted three years ago. He has an ADP going of wide receiver 28, 30. That doesn't reflect his true potential as a high ceiling wide receiver too. I like this. This is another target of mine. Brandon Ayuk, I've had him in years past, and he's been a great wide receiver three for me. This year, he's going to be a great wide receiver too. Now, there's some people that may disagree with me on anything coming out of Chicago. Chicago's a hellhole. Chicago's a piece of crap. And I'm not just talking about the Bears. I'm talking about the city. But that's for another podcast. I want to take a look at the one shining light I can find there on Lake Michigan, and that is D.J. Moore. D.J. Moore has consistently produced as a low-end wide receiver two or a very high-end wide receiver three on your teams despite whoever is quarterbacking there in Carolina. And now he gets the team up with Justin Fields in Chicago. This is a guy going off the board as wide receiver 26, 27. This could be another great value. DJ Moore will do well as long as Justin Fields stays in the game and keeps his head in the game. There's a little bit of dependency there between them, but if I was picking up or got stuck with Fields anywhere, I wouldn't mind having DJ Moore as one of my wide receivers. All right. I want to, once again, bring you a short message from our sponsor, Quid AI. And then we're going to get into how a unique concept and how you sh- can pick your RB2 and your RB3 picks. We'll be right back. Thank you. You should try Quid AI today. We are in control of the internet. We are AI. All right, guys. (laughs) I don't know what that was. Let's get back to the story here. All right, listen. This is the most unique. This is probably the most important part of the entire podcast. Okay. So when you're picking RB2 and RB3, you have to find value, especially if you're not in a great position picking and somebody didn't make a mistake picking in front of you. Now, what that means is we have to look for any advantage we can And one advantage that I found here, reading this uh, article from the 33rd team. I don't know if you've ever checked them out. Go over there and check this out. But they were speaking about the concept of big gap versus small gap in ADP. So you got two running backs on the team. A big gap difference in ADP would be 100 points. They say exactly ninety-eight point five, but let's just go for a hundred. And a small gap would be if those two players were less than a hundred in ADP away from each other. Now we all know ADP is the data from the fantasy football players' championship best ball leagues over the past two seasons. That's what determines the ADP. And in twenty twenty-two, we had eighteen teams that had a big gap running back, averaging fifteen three points per reception per game, and an above average win rate. Now, some of those big gap running backs who performed extremely well are the guys you expect. CMC, Austin Eckler, Saquon, Fournette, Josh Jacobs. And when you apply and looking at small gap backs, where there was a small gap between ADP, you got Ramondre Stevenson and Tony Pollard, who performed well in 2020. Stevenson averaging 15 PPRs and a 16.5% win rate, with Pollard having the highest win rate among number two backs due to Ezekiel Elliott's half shirt inefficiencies. Now, this article also says historically, if you're targeting the second running back on a respective team, the one with the small gap in the ADP is the winning strategy. And if you apply that data to 2023, you're going to be able to see that there are about 14 small gap and 15 big gap running backs in the coming up here in the... Uh, 2023 season. And we're going to tell you about these as we go on throughout the season. Not today. I want you to go do that on your own. If you're interested in that, let me know. If you think you'd like to hear more about which one of those uh, 14 are going to be those small gaps. We'll go over that with you in a future show. And now I want to get to our final section today. This... Is the part where we're going to tell you about some bounce back candidates for the twenty twenty three season. I get a lot of news. One of my favorite sources of uh, fantasy football news is from Pro Football Network, and reading their article and I use a lot of their data on my uh, drafting day uh, for my draft sheets and everything. Um, here's what they were talking about. Offer some of my opinions here on couple of quarterbacks for bounce-back potential. Justin Herbert. Now, he had a drop in touchdown rate in 2022. He is expected to bounce back in 2023. Now, his decline in touchdown is probably not going to continue when some of the additions, like rookie Quinton Johnston, to the team. And... I believe this year we're going to see a lot more use of Herbert's legs. A lot more running. A lot more rushing numbers going to be there. A lot more. Maybe that's overly optimistic. But Justin Herbert. Bounce back potential. Deshaun Watson. Limit to success. Post-suspension last season. Which it all sets up for a typical story the NFL likes to promote. They're going to bring this guy back. They're going to show his uh, uh, highlights of his flashes from last year. And now the Cleveland Browns have a quartet of viable options to help him succeed. This is a good year for Deshaun Watson. Let's go look at running back. Running back, bounce back potential. One guy <clears throat> who I want to see do good had a drop in his goal-to-go goal to goal carries. And that's Taylor, JT, Colts. Now, if you're following along with the Fantasy Trouble Show with Nico Nathan, you know I am from Indiana. I'm a homer. I try to be a homer. Colts are my second favorite team behind the Las Vegas Raiders. That's right. But I am super, super excited about Anthony Richardson in Indianapolis. Anthony Richardson, now under center, is going to improve. Taylor's rushing numbers. Big bounce back coming. Do not count the Colts out. This could be an amazing year. This is, this could, but I don't feel the excitement this year like I did in Luck's first year. Oh, it's going to be an amazing year. Um, I feel that excitement, but I'm not feeling the sentiment. So I think you guys need to see some more Anthony Richardson. I think you need to see Indy roll out those New uniforms that they're going to be wearing. Uh, I forget when they're going to wear them. Those new uniforms are badass. It's about time. All right, let's get off this. Moving on, I got two more people I want to talk to you about today. One of those is Deontay Johnson. (laughs) Deontay Johnson did not score a single time on... 147 targets. Let me say that one more time. Despite not scoring a single time on 147 targets. I think this guy's going to bounce back. I'd move him up quite a bit in ADP if I was you. The environment around Johnson, the touchdown rate, there will not be a single time on 147 targets that he does not score. Cut that in half makes me want to move his ADP up from where it's at right now in the like 50 zone, um, or wide receiver 50 down to about wide receiver 25 or 30. That's how well I think Johnson's going to do this year. And another guy who didn't have, I'm sorry, another guy who hasn't had a 100-yard game since October of 2020 is Darius Slayton. Slayton is still a deep threat potential. And if, and this is a big if, if you have any hope and even a little bit of gradual development out of Daniel Jones, Picking up Slayton as a late round value pick could be very smart. Guys, this is fantasy trouble. Going over things that you can use every single time in staying up on information from the NFL, staying up on some ideas and some picks. One of the things that we're not doing on the... Fantasy Trouble Show is listening to any other podcasts on fantasy football. So this is a true unique take. Our research, our stories that we're reading to you from and and checking out and adding insight to are all powered by Quid AI and their AI generated res- insights and results. Be sure to check them out at quidai.com. Thank you to our sponsor. Very much appreciate the possibility of this show. Once again, we're going to leave you guys here with some music and get ready for more things coming your way here from Fantasy Football. All season long Fantasy Trouble with Nico Nate.